Will Travel Podcast. I am your co-host, uh, Kevin Allen. As always, uh, with me are my my co-hosting uh, guests. Alan Faltis. And Grace Maeda. And uh, we have a very special guest with us for our 76th episode. Uh, JT, How do, can you pronounce your last name for me? I just really don't want to screw it up. <laughs> Oherio. Oherio. Okay. Yeah. JT Oherio. Very nice to meet you, JT. She is a, a local Hawaii artist, um, and she's got some really fantastic pieces. Um, I know Taylan and Grace, you both were already familiar with her work, but I was kind of introduced to her when I knew that we were going to start talking to her, and I, I really fell in love with a lot of her art. But can you, I guess maybe first and foremost, JT, um, let's just get to know you. Where are you from? You know, where, where, what high school did you go to? All the questions. <laughs> <laughs> about that no <laughs> um thanks for having me i'm super excited um uh yeah what's up um so i went to punahou oh, um <laughs> you went to punahou no i went to wailua oh okay yeah public school <laughs> you know, out in the country yeah <laughs> wailua is beautiful though every time i drive by there i kind of wish i had a multi-million dollar home there <laughs> and again every home now is multi-million dollars so i was gonna yeah. say <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i was born and raised in oahu um i was here until i was 18 and then i moved to colorado for five years for college and then chicago for five years for college and i randomly found my husband there and he followed right. me here yeah, it was, it's, it's a, it's a long story. Uh, is it a long story? I was his personal trainer. I'll just say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, yeah, he came here. He's from, um, Brazil. So he fit in pretty well with the, the local. I was going to say, yeah, uh, yeah. It's easier. He for does that. not surf oh, really? a lot. I'll say that he can surf. He can swim. That's the most okay. important part. Yeah. <laughs> I've brought boyfriends to Hawaii that can't swim. And they tell me when we're like, like a hundred yards out and they're like oh you didn't say this far like when there was no touching the bottom I'm like oh my god <laughs> I'm sorry I had to clarify <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then um I moved back in 2019 and I worked on Lanai for a little bit in a completely unrelated role um fitness and then okay. I'm a COVID artist I guess you can say that I just I only randomly started drawing a couple years ago just on and off um, I don't have any background in art and when I got let go from my job, you know, in March, 2020, um, I was like, I need to do something. <laughs> <laughs> so I was, it was, it was kind of a blessing in disguise because, um, at the time I was stuck on the Na'i with my husband, um, not stuck with my husband. <laughs> I was enjoying the Na'i with my husband <laughs> and my dog. Yeah. <laughs> My dog, Mele, who I, like, named the business oh, after. Oh, my, my yeah. first dog's name was Mele. Oh, yeah. Was it a girl? Yeah, I was a girl. Yeah. Golden okay. Mine is a boy. Oh, cute. <laughs> He's very, he has good hair, though. So, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, yeah, I was, because, there's my husband yelling, sorry. Um, uh, because there was like the pandemic and everything, Young Brothers wasn't shipping mixed cargo and I wasn't about to pay another $3,000 to move my stuff that doesn't even fill up one container to Oahu. So um, stayed there on Lanai and I don't know if you folks have ever been to Lanai, but it is it's country. Cool. It's very, yeah. It's so, <laughs> it's, I like to think that it's very, um, almost pure there's no traffic light yeah. it's really awesome if you go well to do anything like really fun you need a four-wheel drive which thankfully i had 
I mean, just kind of like, you know, looking back at it, it was kind of like the honeymoon we never had. Get up, nothing to do. Maybe go for a walk and then go to the beach, come back and draw some more. Um, <laughs> that sounds all right. That shelling. sounds like a good day. Yeah. I'm like, darn. I kind of miss that. Like now, especially for the holidays that were nuts. I'm like, oh. But it was an adjustment because like it's so, I mean, there's not a lot of lights there. Right. Um, And then when I came home, I remember to visit over the weekend once. And like I went outside to do something and like just like my t-shirt and underwear because I was sleeping. And then I'm like, oh my God, there's there's street lights. I forgot people can see me. (laughs) And I just like run back in the house. I was like, oh my God. So that's where you started... Is that where you started drawing more heavily was on the night? More heavily, yeah. I was, um, I had hip surgery hmm. at the end of 2016. And uh, during the recovery, people like bought me a lot of coloring books and stuff. Oh, that's and fun. then I, yeah, <laughs> it was cool. Because yeah. um, I hadn't been sedentary, like literally like non-weight bearing on my leg um, like that ever for about a month and a half. And um I was also bored, so I was shopping online, and I wanted a bunch of pretty things, but I was not about to pay $500 for, like, a banana leaf picture. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I'm going to do this myself. And so there I just drew it myself. <laughs> JT, I think we've, we've gone past a really important thing that I came upon when I was researching you. I used to be a wrestling champion. Oh, for real? Uh, that's what I heard. That's what I. That's what I saw on the news. Is no, that- I was, or you were. You were. Oh, I was not. Look at me. I'm like, nah. I know. Oh There's different weight classes. That's true. No, that's true. I went to school with a wrestling champion, Traylon Kobayashi. Uh, but I heard that you. I heard that you competed in 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 high school and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was a jock. That's um, I was a judo and wrestling state champ. Oh, <laughs> and I was a wrestling captain. Actually, it's kind of funny. Um, I had like a nemesis growing up. Um, I love this. Actually, we're like best. We're not best friends now. We're good friends now because. So, have you heard of um, Elima McFarlane? She's a Bellator. Oh yeah. Pineapple princess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So she's Elima like a and I, fighter. Yeah. Now I would never mess with her. But like, <laughs> I know, right? She's like abs now. I'm like, damn, Elima. But like, <laughs> yeah, no, we hated each other from like sixth grade to 11th grade because we were around the same size. And she, let's say she beat me up for maybe like the first two and a half years. Okay. And then she got injured. And then I just like got ahead of her. And then and you started beating her I up. I used to beat her up. Yeah. And then she like, she's the only, <laughs> she like is the only girl to ever like really make me cry because she's pretty savage. I love her. I love you, Lima. And in our junior year, the former captains nominated her and I as a captain. And before he made the announcement, our coach sat us down. He's like, listen, you guys need to get along or you're not going to be a captain. So we sucked it up. And then like, we just became friends. And now like, I think I've drawn her two or three times. And oh, that's awesome. Yeah. It's kind of cool to see her like, like she she was always a scrappy one and right. she worked so hard like yeah. she had a job all throughout high school while she was wrestling so like oh, yeah. that's crazy good for her yeah, i love you lima but um yeah and then judo <laughs> um and then i competed at nationals for wrestling and i was i got pretty burnt out towards the end of high school with wrestling um mostly because 
I mean, I did it year round. If I wasn't doing it, I was doing judo. I even played football at one point. And okay. I just, I so remember was, trying on. Was art yeah. even on the radar for you? Like grow, no. growing up? Not at all. Like, you no, it's kind of. doodle, not one doodle. No, you would, you know, I don't have a sketchbook from, I do. I used to draw Blue Bear, if you guys remember Morning Glory, or you might be too young for that. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Oh, okay, I, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's like the ugliest thing you've ever seen. Like, <laughs> there is no hint of artistic talent in my drawings from like when I was forced to do it in elementary school. <laughs> um, now you're a, you're a professional artist. I mean, that's, yeah, I feel like that's weird. I would never have guessed that ever. Uh, no, it didn't say that before 2017 on your website, it says before 2017, like you really didn't even pick up any sort of, you weren't artistic in any way, except mm-hmm. you know when you were just explaining after your injury and during your recovery. <laughs> I, but I literally would not have guessed that. You're just so talented. No. Like you're like so well-known across the state. It's just. I'm very, very lucky that it worked out um I finally kind of got over my identity crisis of you know I I started my PhD in health and human performance and I kind of felt like a failure like you know not pursuing everything in that industry full-time but like art was just becoming such a big thing and still to this day like my LinkedIn my like industry um, I'm not in the art industry. I'm in the health and wellness industry because I haven't oh, yes. changed it over. Right. And I don't know. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I kind of felt like I was like throwing, it, it took me a while to come to terms with the little identity crisis, but I did take one drawing class in high school. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. And so, then there was something there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was life drawing too. It was naked people. Oh, nice. <laughs> or high one school. naked person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I went, that's what happens when you go to private school. <laughs> the person there at, at, your, at your class uh it was for like juniors and up oh, wow, okay <laughs> you had to get like parental just consent volunteer or did oh, someone wow. God, no, 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 no no it was like this woman who like we didn't know her name like had no association with us it was not like hey jordan's gonna do it like yeah. no no no, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was yeah and it's kind of funny actually so i did have to do a project and the girl not draw each other it was like the history of a certain type of art but my project partner for this class actually I've ended up drawing her like four times and she's actually part of some of my best-selling prints yeah it's so strange it's cool but it's hard to explain like we were partners in life drawing but not like that yeah Yeah. (laughs) like a lot of your drawings too the especially you know I I feel like in your art there's a lot of female figures and and the flowers and the hair and I think that's really those are really impactful and special but my favorites are honestly your um you're kind of more just like what you life like scenery like um like the surfing ones um endless um was my favorite one it's like a it's a really wonderful encapsulation of what it feels like to set up like a really good line when you're kind of going down a nice long boarding wave do, do you surf often or i mean i guess more more than that like wh- where do you draw your inspiration from like a lot of the islands or what you do here or, or your your hobbies um I used to surf um when I was younger and then it kind of got to the point where it's like so I thought I was going to go to college for wrestling Mm -hmm. and um it was like you know don't do anything that you can probably get injured Mm. um 
So it was like just all on the resting mat. And then um, I got into paddle boarding um, and then I tore my labrum in college and then I had hip surgery. (laughs) So um, I haven't really gotten back into surfing. However, I I love the surf. I love the surf culture. Um, Just kind of like being in the arts. I've made a lot of connections. One of my really um, good kind of like colleagues his name's connor trimble and he's a surf photographer i went to i went to college with connor trimble oh god we need to talk more of this i I was his classmate in the communications program i know him very how does this happen oh wait because he went to uh yeah 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 oh my god i completely forgot oh connor (laughs) oh i feel like honestly when i talk to people about connor trimble the first thing they say is oh connor (laughs) (laughs) I was oh, actually hanging out guy. with his brand new puppy yesterday. Oh, really? <laughs> He's so cute. His name's Leo. Yeah. Sorry, it's we it's pretty adorable. Oh, uh, I don't know. Real, Just kidding. It's on a tangent. Yeah, I, so he's kind of, we kind of do this thing where I, you know, I, I kind of hook him up with like, you know, more. Um, so one of the things that I think made my art really successful and I'm very lucky is that I'm born and raised here. And, you know, while I'm like very much like, you know, preserve Hawaii, Hawaiian like lands and Hawaiian hands and everything, Hawaii is a mix. And I do have friends that are both from here and not from here who are artists. And it's really hard, um, you know, for reasons that we know um, for people to break into and be really successful here without getting backlash if they're not from Hawaii. And like, they don't have roots. And I'm very, very lucky that, you know, I could, I can draw something and something in a Pele and name it like Tutu Pele and like not get backlash about it. Right. Um, which, you know, it, I'm, I've found that it's like definitely a privilege to say like, I'm from here. I'm born and raised here. So what I'll do with Connor is, you know, I'll introduce him to like channels that he would, you know, not normally um, be a part of. And then, um he takes pictures for me to draw <laughs> there you go and that's I like, a good working relationship you have yeah and i get to play with the same puppy so hey yeah. um and his his um i'm gonna do a collaboration with his girlfriend and her swimwear line eventually i don't know if i'm supposed to say that sorry kayla uh-oh um <laughs> news leaking it. Right. Uh, I, I think I've that's a really interesting ball. point you brought up though about yeah i mean you know, for artists, especially artists that aren't from here to kind of break into the scene here. I mean, what what is the art community like here? I mean, you're a relative newcomer. What was it like for you to kind of break into the scene? And I mean, you've become, you know, quite popular um, in a pretty short amount of time. I mean, I guess what was just that journey like? Do you want the scandalous? No. Or do you maybe. want the... <laughs> <laughs> Give me about 20%, very, 20 to 30% yeah. less scandalous. <laughs> it's very, very different um from the fitness world the okay. fitness world is very much in your face um and then the art world which you know everybody knows that comes with it is the whole copying you know oh this is my style and now she's starting to do that or he's doing this and um it's very hard I mean like at the beginning I just like I told you I wanted um something I saw on the internet and I just drew it myself and I've actually I've gotten backlash for a certain piece that 
somebody took the picture, I drew it and it was really good. And then all of a sudden they're like, um, Hey, I took that picture. Like you can't be selling your drawn version of it. Um, and like, even though like, that's no like legal, like there's nothing against uh, for that. Just like being in Hawaii because it's so small. Right. Um, I had to take it down. And so, um, it's very like, I mean, if I know the art community is usually small everywhere, but especially being in Hawaii, um, but, is strong here. Oh, the yeah. is insane. Yeah. Unless you, if you don't know how to work coconut wireless, like by basically just having to be nice and accepting to everybody, then, right. then it's a little <laughs> monster, but, um, make sure you what, don't make enemies with literally anybody. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> um that's another reason kind of where I am because um I you know and I don't really put my name out there I, I don't want like JT O'Hario to like be a so just like a thing I want like Aloha de Mele um but the one thing I did notice and I'm not sure if this is like this is you know the thing in the mainland too but the women here especially like the local girls are so supportive of each other and like nine times out of ten they're not fake supporting mm -hmm. like it's like you know like punky aloha oh my god oh, we interviewed I, oh she's char char is so nice i love char yeah i'm pretty she's sure fantastic. my mom has more punky aloha artwork than aloha de Mele artwork she's got a bag her t-shirt she's got prints for christmas she wanted to sign copies i'm like hey can you sign this for my mom but um she's really i mean like she's amazing i messaged her so many times asked some questions and she would like send me full paragraph responses um there's another artist who it was kind of interesting because like um her it's called Lays for Days. I don't know if you've seen it. Mm -hmm. um, beautiful, beautiful art. Um, but it's a lot of Lays and it is somewhat similar to mine. But like, I love her stuff so much that we've, we've actually traded pieces. Oh, um, and like, you know, collaborating. And I, I found that it's actually like way, it just feels so much better. Mm. I know that's like super cliche to like make friends and not enemies. Um, but I will say that like, yeah. And then of course, everybody, especially vendors in Hawaii are more than willing to support local artists. They'll choose you over anything. And um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very easy to flourish. Right. It's a double-edged sword though. It's very easy to like piss everybody off. So, <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, knock on wood, I don't, yeah. oh my God, I don't think I've done that yet, but um, yeah, it's, it's different. Right. I'm not your usual artist. I don't live and breathe artwork. <laughs> I am um, just here and there. <laughs> I know, yeah, go ahead. Too. I was about to say, I feel like I've a bit taken to the floor a little bit with the questions. Please, Grace, <laughs> Kaylin, please. Um, I, I would just want to know what your, um, if you remember, what was your first piece that you created and sold? Um, and kind of like, do you have a backstory for that? The first remember. one I created was pretty ugly. I'll tell you that. Um, it's hidden. It will not be the light of day. Art, art it, own art. <laughs> it it's a it's a hibiscus, and it looks like somebody sat on it and kind of twisted around too. Like, I, <laughs> um, but the first one that was actually a really interestingly big hit is it's um it's called agave, 
and I drew it on my iPad and I drew it in a very small format. So it actually can't go very big. It can't be blown up. And everybody loved it. And I thought it was like the, the oddest thing. Um, <laughs> um, and yeah, I had originally started selling stuff on society six, um, which is like kind of the drop ship multiple product thing. And people were buying it on mugs. People were buying it on like wood and everything. And it, it still sells today, but um, yeah, that was like my first piece. It's just like leaves. Um, was there a, like a point where you were like, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to really jump in and do this. Like, what was that moment? Like when you're like, I'm just going to do art. I'm just going to like, <laughs> just like actually professionally. I mean, was there like a, a yeah. turning point for you when you realized that or? Kind of. Yeah. Um, two sort of when one was um alexis akiona she owns lex breezy hawaii she asked me to do a maternity portrait of her which was actually really really hard um and then um i think the main one when i was like okay i need to learn to embrace this a little bit more um was when mckenna maduli had me on her show um she has talk story Mm. and that's when it was like all my parents' friends saw that. They're like, what? Uh-oh. Jenny can draw? We didn't know that. And I'm like, I didn't either. Like, <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> um, and so I would say that's probably late 2020 is when. Um, and then, of course, taxes from last year. I finally put artists on my IRS filing. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. In the eyes of the government, right. <laughs> I'm an artist. The IRS knows um, now that you're an artist, so they won't come out. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, that's I guess the main thing. And then I'm opening my own studio, hopefully within a month and a half, depending how long oh. it takes wow. to make the floors pretty. That's exciting. Can you share a little so bit more stressful. about that? Yeah, where is the studio going to be? So it's going to be right across from Salt in Kaka'ako. Um, I've been working on this for like months. Um, actually, I've been getting a lot of support in terms of like how to pitch to investors um, and how to like, you know, do business plans from Mana up. Um, and they've been really helpful in mentoring me with that. But not only is it going to be my art studio, it's also going to be um, something called Studio Halle, which is going to provide fine art printing for artists. So that archival ink, you know, like 14 color cartridges on this like 64 inch printer. Um, And then also um, a small space for like, so there's some artists who are really great, but they don't have you know, that many pieces. So they wouldn't get into a normal gallery show. So, and galleries take 50% of your, that's like normal. And so if they wanted to do something small, invite their friends, maybe bring friends who like, this is when COVID is a little bit more down. Um, so like a little pop-up space. Also, um, while going to a lot of the markets here, I've learned that there's a lot of outer island, not just artists, but like jewelry artists and everything who people want to see their stuff. And the only time they can really come over is when they pay like 200 plus for a market mm-hmm. and sit there and just, you know, have people come to them. That's also, you're lucky if you don't have to pay to get in. 
So for example, Maui um, Heritage Jewelers, I invited them to come over if people, cause you want, I want to see a bracelet before I spend a couple thousand dollars on it uh, and make oh. sure the ring fits. So, um, you know, they can just pop up a table in there and then just invite people to come and see. Um, I low key kind of want to get this one, these people called Mochi Mama um, <laughs> to do a pop up there just cause I want Mochi. I was going to say, is so, a little bit of Mochi on the side. That's why. I'm sorry. Is it so you can just right. like a little mochi on the side? That's fine. Just a little bit of yeah. something to eat. So they have this thing called <laughs> pico where it's bibinka and butter mochi. <laughs> that sounds all right. Oh, um, yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um, but Wow. It sounds like you're really like carving out a new space for up and coming artists that wouldn't necessarily have these, um, you know, same connections as you know, the people you're describing, even yourself, it's, it's really cool to see, um, yeah, that you're carving out this space. You're like changing the name of, of art here. <laughs> I'm trying. I mean, I, there is something similar right now. It's Lana Lane and it's, um, powwow. They do all the murals that you see in Kamehadar is one of them. Those are, oh my God. I'm, I talked on the phone once and I was like fangirling so hard. Um, but, um, this is a little different because it's just a place for like artists to have their, and then unfortunately, I don't know if you know, in 2023, they're going to flatten all of Kakafo, the oh. warehouses and everything. They're yeah. Them. Um, they're going to build condos. <laughs> great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, that means Lana Lane, the studio is going to get torn down. Um, and I've been kind of working along. His name's Jasper Wong. He he was the first person to kind of bring Hawaii artists together. In um, and yeah, just I think I'm very lucky that if there's anybody who could do it, it would be me because I have the audience of both local and um, a little bit just you know like um, I learned some business tactics when I was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm super excited. Absolutely. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I mean, do you have any advice? Uh, you know, I know, change the subject a little bit. I know you, you learned, you know, you learned how to draw late in life. And, you know, that's not a lot of things, you know, that's not something a lot of people do. Do you have any advice for, you know, people who are thinking about getting into art, you know, in their, you know, 20s or, you know, early 20s, late 20s? I mean, do you have any advice for that? Yeah, don't spend too much money at first. Trust me. um i mean honestly it's art is so fluid i don't know if that's the name and i mean i just did it and i didn't have a lot of high expectations for it um i don't know if it's bad bad advice like to go in with no expectations for yourself Um, (laughs) Um, there you go yeah like you know in the beginning, if you look at my art now, because I've only been doing this for a little over a year, my stuff's all over the place. And um, I guess, you know, don't niche yourself at first. Definitely figure out what you like drawing. And then also don't give in because it like slightly sucks your soul when you um, when you just like end up having to draw these things that you don't like drawing. It just ends up looking ugly. <laughs> So just do you do what you like to draw um, because there is a niche for it somewhere. Okay. I think we maybe have time for one more question. Taylor and Grace, anything you guys have on top of your mind? 
Grace, go for it. I mean, I want to talk about your chicken, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Nutella. <laughs> How did you end up with Nutella? So she was born on Christmas Day. Wow, um, it's a Christmas miracle. Last, last year. No, yeah, right. Well, she got left for dead by her mom, which is when I felt bad. That's not a Christmas and, miracle. And chicken yeah, moms no. are not is this on? So was this on Lanai or was this on Oahu? This is on Oahu in the basket, hanging off of our backyard gazebo. And I felt bad. She was like stuck in like this divot between like the other eggs that didn't hatch and she couldn't get out. And I know you're not supposed to touch baby birds and everything, but I was like, well, it's Christmas. I can hear her chirping outside of my, I feel bad. So I got her, I helped her off the egg. She imprinted on me so badly. Like if she would hear my voice and I wasn't with her and she was in a box, she would just start screaming. Yeah. So I started holding her. And so we were besties. We were such besties. She would like sleep under my hand. She would go on my, like my fun, everything. Why is we it were homies. Why are you guys not homies anymore? I don't know. She just started laying <laughs> eggs and now she's just a terror. Like <laughs> rebellious teen phase. Yeah, yeah. Like we were fun. She used, I mean, like she started off the gateway when she became a criminal. She would come and steal food off of your plate, especially noodles. To this day, I still can't <laughs> eat noodles around her. And, you know, I used to help her, like, you know, groom her feathers and I would pet her and everything. And she like pecked me once when I was on the phone when she wasn't when I wasn't paying attention to her. And then now, oh goodness gracious. And she's like, she's on a power trip. She tries to crow in the morning with the roosters. And it sounds absolutely terrifying at 6 30 in the morning. And then she used to use she learned to use a doggy door and I can't even keep her outside. They're like, why'd you get rid of her? And I'm like, I didn't enable her with the proper life skills to live alone. <laughs> yeah. And I still try to wild, yeah. like, where are my noodles? Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's such a brat. Like, the chicken food that all the other chickens eat, um, she'll only eat, like, the black, like, sunflower seeds. That's another thing. Those other chickens pick on her. So I do feel bad. Um, but she's investigated. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, she's, but it's cool. You open the door and like the other dogs will chase the other chickens and Nutella's just like, okay, bye. Like, whatever. But she's, oh God. She's a She started laying eggs. Is is that good at least? Like, do you have free eggs now? They're very small. And like, I will say, and I don't know if you guys grew up on a chicken farm, but like the first few times she laid eggs, like homegirl, like sounded like she was in labor. (laughs) <laughs> it was i felt really it's bad about like, ah! like literally yeah yeah and wow. i'd be like oh my god nutty are you okay and then so we had a little box for her to lay the eggs in it was, everything was fine and then my puppy realized that the eggs looked just like balls oh so no. i would have to you can't yell at her because she'll just drop it right there so i have to wait till she went into the yard and kind of put it down i'm like selfie and so now ever since that nutella has been like hiding her eggs there was like an there's egg in my mom's bed there's like an egg on top of the towels on top of the shower like i like that that's like a fun little surprise egg like we're yes it is until you don't find it until it's like mid-air oh um or until it's bad yeah, she 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 lays eggs in my um, <laughs> my dad's dirty clothes, and he has to oh. check his clothes now. Oh. And she'll go up there and she'll like scratch all the towels down, and she'll literally like tuck it. Like she'll back up and like I don't know how she does it. 
it's actually really impressive. Good on her. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, and then and then we got a cat who used to mess with her. And then now Archie's scared of her because she's just evil. I like, this. I like this a lot, but we have to end the podcast. But <laughs> yeah, okay. This was a really good small farm update. I'm going to give you your own segment of the show where you spill the tea on the Hawaii art scene. It's called JT's Tea Time. Um, Oh my God. I need like protection after that. Uh, You can do it with like one of those like fake voice things. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So this artist, I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, thank you all so much for uh, listening to this episode of the Have Aloha Will Travel podcast. Uh, uh, Once again, you can find all of our content at hawaiimagazine.com. Uh, you can find all of our social medias at Hawaii Magazine. JT, where can they find um, your your prints and your social media and all that kind of stuff? Um, anything with Aloha de Mele in it. D-E instead of not day. So Aloha de Mele.com. That's my Instagram. That's my Facebook. Uh, that's my Twitter. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, and thank you so much, uh, JT, for joining us on this episode. Thank you. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, if you want to, uh, once again, Hoyt Magazine is going to be returning to print uh, pretty soon. So you can resubscribe or check your subscription status at www.hoymagazine.com backslash content backslash subscribe. Let's say that one more time. www.com. Wait, shit. www.hoymagazine.com backslash content backslash subscribe. You're going to have to bleep that one out, Kevin. I'm going to. too lazy. Okay, After you one. told us. I know. <laughs> you get one. Okay. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for listening and mahalo and bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah.